When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Excited to start out uh, Big Ten play 2-0 and felt great to be back home and playing in front of um, Husker Nation and, and just this incredible fan base. Um, thought they really gave us some support tonight and it was so exciting. Um, I'm pleased with our team. We, we faced a little adversity over the last uh, 24, 48 hours and um, had eight available bodies tonight, and I thought that all eight of them found ways to contribute and uh, rise to the level, and they really wanted to uh, play hard for all of the teammates that were not able to be out there playing, and, and I thought they did a great job. Back with you on Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers, Shane Schillerberg on the board. It's the top of the hour, 8 a.m., and on the phone is Matt Coatney. Matt is the play-by-play broadcaster for Husker women's basketball. Matt, thanks for, thanks so much for joining us. Got stumbled over my words there, but hey, we're happy to have you. Coat, good morning. Oh, it's hey, take Andrew and DB. It's great being with you. Thanks for having me on. Hey, so this is weird. I, it, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm vibing with the way that we kind of we can click and, and crack some jokes, but rumor has it, speaking of Nebraska women's basketball, you like another team that I like in the ACC, and it's good to talk to another women's basketball hoops head. You're impressed by Virginia Tech. I told Andrew and these guys the other day, that's the best team in the ACC for my money. This is coming from a, an ACC honk. Hey, let me tell you what. If you say that, I know you know what you're talking about. Kenny Brooks has really done a great job there since he came from James Madison seven years ago. I like the way he plays. He's up-tempo, and he is in your face defensively. You know, when you're 28th in the nation in scoring offense and number one in scoring defense, you're pretty good. And he already had Elizabeth Kitley at six foot six as the ACC Player of the Year. And, you know, you have to double her. And then he brought in Taylor Soule from Boston College from the transfer portal you, you got to put your best defender on her. And then he brought in Ashley Awusu from Maryland, yeah, yeah. who twice won Big Ten Tournament MVP. Uh, I don't know how you guard him. I mean, I mean and, and we didn't very well, obviously. But uh, you know what you're talking about, DB. I think Virginia Tech's the best in the ACC. Well, I, I felt like I, you gave me a little love when I was trying to go personnel deep with you when you guys were playing Drake, too. So I'm, I'm just trying to score points here, Coach. Just Coach. <laughs> points. <laughs> DB. You've, you've always been great at scoring points, whether on the football field or your knowledge of women's basketball. I've always been impressed. Hey, let me ask you something. Andrew and I got into this conversation. This was a couple of weeks ago, so we didn't see this coming. But with the injuries and the way Nebraska was playing offense, you know, he and I were talking. We said, hey, it'll be interesting to see if Jazz Shelley flips the switch because she's capable 
I said, oh, you know, people forget she's a four-star and highly talented, and she can score the rock. I just don't know if that's her temperament. Led the team in points to last year. For this team in terms of being a go-bucket getter, uh, apparently she's made that transition just fine. <laughs> you know, if you take a look at her first five games, it wasn't Jazz Shelley that was out there on the floor. She was 185 was her shooting percentage from downtown. But I knew that she wasn't comfortable in her game because she wasn't getting blocks. She wasn't getting steals. Um, and you look at her last five games, that switch has been certainly flipped. She's now shooting 537 from the three-point line. That's 22 of 41. Uh, she's dealing the rock, 28 assists. She scored 107 points. It's 21 points per game and change. Uh, she looks like Jazz Shelley now. I think she had to learn to adjust to playing without Sam Hybe a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, you look from year to year, and you, you bring a bunch of people back, and you're like, well, we know who that team is. But sometimes you don't, especially if uh, your, your playmaker, your captain, the heart and soul of your team isn't there. I think that affected Jazz more than anybody. But right now, uh, boy, she certainly is, is filling it up. Not only – not only offensively, but, but she's playing free and easy on the defensive end and getting blocks, getting steals, and, uh, boy, it's sure nice she flipped that switch. <laughs> she's just one of a handful that come back from that core group from last year's NCAA tournament run, and they're still relatively young. Speak to some of the other pieces now, Matt. How dangerous do you see this team getting as we get deeper and deeper into the season? Well, it starts, I think, with Alexis Markowski yeah. with the rest of the group. And, you know, I just look at Lex, and I'm so happy that she stayed here in town. Uh, what a great family the Markowski family is. Lex has really worked on refining her shape. She wasn't out of shape, but, man, she is chiseled right now. When you think of your classic Big Ten center, you're looking at, at Alexis Markowski. And what I thought – really was important in the win over Wisconsin uh, in the home conference opener the other night. Izzy Bourne went out with what we think is a day-to-day -day shoulder injury. And so Lex was going to have to play additional minutes. And she stayed out of foul trouble. But she she didn't stay out of foul trouble in a way where you could obviously see that she was playing Olay defense. She played within herself, was poised, was calm, was just a veteran center who – Look, I need to stay on the floor, adjusted her game, you know, had 11 rebounds, and I, I don't think people talked enough about what she did the other night. We hope Izzy Bourne comes back very soon because that complement of Izzy Bourne and Alexis Markowski is really tough for teams to deal with. Izzy has been a pretty consistent high-rebound, mid-point uh, scorer for us, and a lot of that reason is because uh, she's not seeing double teams because of Alexis. Markowski. Um, and then Maddie Kroll entered the starting lineup sneaky. when Trinity Brady went down against Virginia Tech. And I think that's made a monumental difference in our offense. Uh, I think Maddie Kroll uh, would tell you she struggled being an off guard when she played at South Dakota. Uh, she had the ball in her hands. And, you know, there's just some people, uh, DB could probably talk to this, they're just more comfortable with the ball in their hands mm -hmm. to start a play. And I think Maddie having the ball in her hands right now has made her more comfortable and it's made the offense a little more fluid. Matt, 
I want to have some fun here because you being a play-by-play broadcaster, it's all about excitement whenever you're, you're making that call and say a game's coming down to the wire. And, you know, something that I always thought about, too, being a former play-by-play guy, too, was how would I address a call? Like, I don't know if you've ever thought ahead, like, oh, if this big play happened, like, how would you do it? But you mentioned uh, Markowski's name, and I think, like, she's a great example for what I want you to do here. I mean, do you, I, want to, I want to put you on the spot. Okay, Matt? Right. I want to ask. One St. Louis Cardinals fan loving up another. This right. is terrible. Right. What is this, going this on This is here? great. <laughs> I want you to give our listeners right now your best Alexis Markowski call if she were to dunk in a game this year. Like, set up the play and give me your, your true and honest reaction if you can right now. Go. Yeah, Shelly, right side quarter court to Maddie Kroll in the corner. Markowski is posted up low. What a move. It's a Markowski by Alexis, and the Huskers lead by 20. Yes! By 20. Yes! I, 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 I like it. Hey, look, let me ask you something, Matt. As you look at the conference from top to bottom, and and, and, and listen, I'm, we saw Wisconsin. Not sure what you think of Rutgers, Penn State, uh, even Northwestern to that degree. How are you separating the Ohio States, the Indianas, the Michigans? We saw Caitlin Clark on full display uh, in the doubleheader. Like, how are you separating the top from the bottom? And is Nebraska, in your opinion, closer to the middle when you look at it? Yeah, I would right now, without Sam Ivey, uh, I think you have to move Nebraska down closer to the middle. Um, Ohio State is, and man, I'm getting a lot of feedback here. So if I sound slow, I'm, even, I'm hearing myself three times. So. So, so, sorry, Matty, um, we'll, we'll, we'll Ohio, work on it. There, there we go. Okay. Oh, well, no, not really, but I'll try to work through it here. Ohio State, I think, is the class of the league, and a lot of people look past Ohio State just simply because they don't have a that one true go-to person like Caitlin Clark. Uh, they've not been beaten this year. I really think Ohio State is number one. Michigan got upset at home for their first loss last night by Toledo. When I look at them, I think they're very vulnerable. Indiana has been... Uh, very vulnerable. They barely beat Illinois, who is a rising team. I would think that Iowa, Ohio State, Indiana, Michigan are the clear top five right now. And then I think Maryland and Nebraska are right behind them. So you could, if you're poly positive, you can say Nebraska's trending towards the top. If you're looking at Nebraska's injury situation, you can say, well, they're trending more towards the middle. That's as honest as I can be. No surprise last night watching what Jones and Clark did to, to ISU. I, I was a little surprised at the ease in which they got that one done. I'll tell you what really surprised uh, Jeff Grish and myself when we were looking at that score. Bill Fennelly's Iowa State team only got 57. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're a team that you're – it sounds like the dumbest analysis ever. You have to outscore Iowa State. Well, you know. <laughs> but, you know, Iowa State's going to get 70 just walking off the bus. So, Iowa's not known for their defense at all. We were surprised they were able to do it. But we were also surprised that that Iowa team has already got three losses this year. Mm-hmm. Matt, we are talking with Matt Coatney. He is the women's play-by-play broadcaster for Husker women's basketball. Matt, 
Amy Williams said it right off the top, 2-0 in Big Ten play, and I'm, I'm going to think on the positive end of, to what your last uh, response was to start the year. I mean, you get that win against Maryland, and, and that that's a win if you're addressing it to your group or even if you are a player, you're sitting back and you're thinking, this a win like this can literally instill belief. You can believe it going in, but if you Especially don't end Virginia up doing Tech. it, yes, if you don't end up doing it, that can really set you back, but... In regards to confidence going forward, what did that win against Maryland do for this group? Uh, it's it's indescribable. I don't have words really to mm. tell you what that did. You know, 0-15 as a program against someone, um, you really – you never think you can't beat somebody. But if you were ever close to saying we can't win a game, it's when you play Maryland because you've never done it. And then Nebraska was coming off a – 31-point loss in their last game at Virginia Tech and lost Trinity Brady. So you look at all that, and the the cards were stacked against Nebraska, especially when you consider Maryland had just went to number seven Notre Dame and beat them. So this can be a complete a, a changing game. It should be, and you know, as I said, if you if you come home and you lay an egg against Wisconsin, then it cancels it out. But it didn't. The Huskers looked really good against a Wisconsin team that's trending towards the lower part of the league, as, as DB said. Uh, it really, I think, shows the team that they can win without Sam Heidi and win the biggest of games. Maryland has dominated this league since they joined the Big Ten. They're going to be there at the end. They have got a handful of WNBA future stars. So uh, you can't put words into how big that win at Maryland is in terms of giving this team confidence and hopefully catapulting them the rest of the year. Let me get you out of here on a lighty, just because we both love ba- – actually, all three of us love baseball, and there are two Cardinals fans, unfortunately, that I'm talking to. You put a, a UN in front of that fortunate. As, as uh, you guys are the consummate Dodger killers. Can, a, can, a, can the Cardinals fan cheer for Contreras – given what sure. Yachty and those folks have met and that they are a rival. Will Matt Coatney embrace Wilson Contreras? Well, I'm going to tell you <laughs> that when I grew up in Springfield, Missouri, my favorite Cardinal growing up was Lou Brock, and where did he start? Yeah, good point. Good point. So you, you, you can love anybody, Coat? Yes! <laughs> you know, my fav- when, you, when you're wearing – the birds on the bat, I now love you. you Amen. Uh, Amen, <laughs> Matt Coatney. Amen. Hey, let me tell you something. Uh, my favorite reliever when I was in high school was Bruce Suter. Where did he start? Oh, my okay. gosh. You're killing uh, me, Coat. Killing me. I hey, could, you're winning, I you win games? I Who could cares? I couldn't cheer for Jeff Kent. I couldn't cheer for Juan Uribe. I'm like – these guys are giants. But you're just more – first of all, both of you two are probably more mature than me. I just asked the question because Contreras has had some big games against the Cardinals. It's I just – We'll hear a lot of that from John Rooney this year. <laughs> oh, Lord. Co- I always enjoy it, man. Anytime we get a chance to steal you, we're going to try. Hey, you guys are the best. Thanks for having me on. Love it. Hey, thanks, thanks Matt. Matt. Matt Coatney, you can follow him at Coatman1 on Twitter. Oh, I meant to ask him for his best Fairberry read. Hey, but guess what? Oh, he's so, he's hilarious. <laughs> so, you know my you know the my favorite thing? Not only when the Cardinals bullpens are blowing up, he's a great follow on Twitter cuz he will go all in. 
he gives you the national day of the week or what what the national day is like. Hey, like today's, today's National Brownie Day. Yeah, or, today's. Do national. you know today's National Pastry Day? Oddly enough, I looked that up yesterday. Is that it, is so funny that you brought up National Days. Pastry like in, like like just pastries. Anything you make. That's so all inclusive. It is. It really is. We need to have like a National Meat Day or something like that. <laughs> like if like, we have if, when it's National Breakfast Day, we're having a party here. Yeah. High at five. Hale Varsity Club, partying with us here in the morning that, for breakfast. That Cardinals love fest was disgusting. I'll tell you what, though, man. You bring up a great point, though. Like, how can you love I struggle. a Cub? And, I, and like, I, a lot of people do. But for me, it was more the how are the Cardinals going to replace Molina more than who they actually bring in. Yeah. And Wilson Contreras he, He's meant is, so much to your franchise, and you get a Cubby. But that doesn't matter to me at all. I, if I get a gamer, if I get somebody that is relatively decent at defense, can hit the stew out of the baseball on occasion, is a former all-star that we don't have to trade pieces for, that we just sign? I mean, that's better than going after Sean Murphy, in my opinion. The were A's you, wanted a huge package for were him. Were you bummed you didn't get Yoshida? No. You guys were long linked to him. No. you know. And then the Red Sox just kind of whoop. Yeah, well, also the Red Sox offered Bogarts ninety hey, how, million dollars over about four years. Bogarts money in San Diego. Good for good for Bogarts. I bad Los, for San Diego. I wanted Los Angeles to go get Bogarts, but they'll save the money, try to go get some front end pitching. But I don't know who now. That, I mean, Verlander's mm-hmm. going to be in New York, and I, I'm so glad you love baseball because it's actually my favorite <laughs> yeah, sport. It's, it's uh, a great sport. It's like we got to go get some quality arms. I, I don't think. Rodon will be an mm-hmm. option. Um, I told you yesterday. I thought the same thing about the Phillies until they signed Walker, and now it almost seems like the Phillies are really set up to go back to the World Series. Yeah, except the dollar, the Dodgers get Bueller and May back mm-hmm. fully healthy. So. And the Dod- here's the thing about baseball. And, it, and Boston picked up Kenley Jansen two years removed from yeah, being what's terrible in that? Los Angeles, but it was a cheap deal, two year, eight mil. Yeah, but he's how old is he? Uh, listen, I, I don't even know who you're talking about. I just heard, <laughs> I just read the name because after he went to Atlanta, I, I'm that dude. Like I, I'm, I'm good. Right. You, you. I like you, you pink slip him. Yeah. Some guy used to be a catcher that they drafted. <laughs> they turned into a reliever. I don't know. I mean, whoever. Isn't that what happened with Ranger Suarez in Philadelphia? Yeah. Am I right when Look they drafted him as an outfielder? This is gonna be fun when it's baseball season. Do we? Yeah. Have, is there an MLB market for us? We kind of we're fall in the it. middle. We're, we're going to make it one. Because, for one, we have the Royals in town, mm-hmm. and we have the Royals farm system yeah. and the Storm Chasers. So and one we'll, of the greatest people ever, Marty Cordero in yeah. Omaha. We will definitely touch on the Storm Chasers and the Royals. But then you only go about six hours south, you get the Cardinals. You go, what, eight, seven, seven hours east to, to get to get to Chicago. Oh, Chicago. But, like, there's two Chicago teams there, and then you have the team in Denver. Right, so you, we're like in like a very good spot to talk about multiple different things. Why do we just skip over the Rockies? Why can we never go west? Why? I, I mean, because it's it's mile high. <laughs> like we're way above. We're that's kind of how they they dream. Your, I'm surprised they dream they're not in the on sky. your lips considering how you fleece them. So like we did. You, yeah, I know. So why? I don't want to watch Austin Gomber again. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> We're fine. Well, man's got <laughs> Ar- Arenado just doing big things, and he just doesn't even acknowledge that the Rockies gifted you. Get out!
Oh, we didn't just get gigs. We also got $40 million in that deal, too. Hey, we have uh, Brian on the phone. Brian, you're here to talk about Tony White. We uh, heard that you were trying to get in right at the end of our last segment, but we want to get you in now. Wait, this is Brian Brian? This is Brian Brian. B, what's up? Good morning. That kind of got me pumped talking about this uh, defense coordinator, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, I sent you a little tweet. I we played three three five. I was like, the first team I remember running that defense was Mississippi State. I mean, you can't forget a coordinator with the go by Joe Lee. It's like uh, well, we, 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 we just gotta get uh, we just gotta get some more stops out there. You can't forget you can't forget a name like that. Joe Lee done. I like that three five to go against the offenses of today, where they like to get matchups and very you know switch up on you with different schemes and different type of players to get matchups on you. That 3-5, it's an attack and defense. You can put so many different pieces in there. At, a, at the outside, you can put somebody who can pass, rush, and stop the run or take him out and put somebody who can cover. And might be pretty good against being a backside pursuit guy to run. You know, all kind of things with that 3-5. I'm, I'm alone seeing this defense yeah, you for just, what we're going against in the future. When you play an odd front like that, you got to go get a guy like – we saw him wreak havoc against Nebraska. And say what you want about Nebraska's offensive line. Keanu, Keanu Benton from Wisconsin is a really, really good player. But you can get busy along the D-line in an odd front if you get the right body types. I'm Shoot, I'm actually And if you excited, execute cause, well, cause you, got you can provide a lot yeah, of pressure yeah. with a 3-3-5. Three, three, yes, you can. Look at our offensive line. You match up the best defensive line, uh, defensive lineman up against one of the weakest offensive linemen we have, and you can run everything. Hey, <laughs> that, look, that's it. You're pretty <laughs> practical, Brian. So let me ask you this, because the story goes, and, and just talking to a lot of guys uh, at Nebraska, the offensive line really wanted uh, Donovan Rayola back, which I think is 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 pretty key. Are, were you one of those guys? that is like wait and see or I'm not sure or uh, whatever the players and coaches think you're supporting. Like, how did how did that land with you? I think that he – I listened to you guys earlier on in the year on a uh, different, you know, platform. Uh, I remember you guys saying that he didn't really have that many bullets in the chamber. Yeah. So, I kind of like gave him a little flyer, especially I remember you guys saying he might be used to coaching – the guys in a certain style, but those guys might not fit his style. Yeah, yeah. So let me see him get some guys that fit his style and see how, how good he is, see what he does, and go from there. I mean, I'll give him the same chance I was willing to give the former interim head coach because I know he was kind of short on bullets in the chamber as well. So I'll, I'll wait and see, especially since, you know, I understand how development goes. Because, I mean, just off the cuff, hey, my, my son finally uh, scored 17 points. Oh, let's that little go. development been working on this game. <laughs> <laughs> if he if he gets his dad's temperament, he's going to be out there trying to step on throats in the process. <laughs> Take that. Oh bucket. my God! He, you know, since he only really plays football, I have to tell him sometimes he out there. Hey, look, you can't. You know, set a screen. That's not set a block. He's dropping <laughs> shoulders into people. I'm like, no. That's uh, up. <laughs> Hey, in in Mike McCarthy, we trust. Be good to talk to you. <laughs> hey, have a good weekend, fellas. Hey, you too, man. Thanks for calling. That's uh, that's oh, Brian, one of our favorites shoot. here on the show. If you want to get involved, 888-638-4876. We have a game coming up next after the break, and that's when you can go one-on-one with DB. But, I mean, if we don't have a caller again, DB, guess who you're playing? 
Shane. I You're take- playing Shane. Oh, I'll get and Shane. I don't know if, a lot, if our listeners would rather hear Shane or if they would rather hear somebody else try to win a $25 gift card. Hey, before uh, we go to I got a here, response though. for that. Oh, oh yeah. What is it? What's that? Take that monkey off our backs. Yep, that's oh. it. Oh, um, today is Lost and Found Day. Um, so you know how we were talking about National Days yeah. just a couple of minutes ago? And National Llama Day, your favorite animal. So that's great. <laughs> That's yeah. not my favorite animal. What? You tell me all the time. Llama, llama, llama. Yeah, you love llamas. Mr. Llama, llama. I love yeah. lamb, right? <laughs> okay, Brick. <laughs> wow. Hey, we're having fun on a Friday, and we hope you are too. Join us next for Dog Eat Dog with DB. Do you desire to take down old DB in three ah. questions? Call in 888-638-4876. Again, 888-638-4876, and you could do just that. That's next on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency.